Hey there, I'm Danielle Ackeson, and this is the Silver Lining Live podcast. Everyone has a story to tell. I believe something can be learned from every situation. The Silver Lining Life gives everyone a voice. Real life people and experts share their life. They share how they've overcome tragedy, their victories, and their defining moments. So why is this important? Because it's easy to look at a person and think it's been so easy, quick, or perfect for them. But that is so far from reality. There is work, struggle, and heartbreak. As we will learn, a silver lining life isn't a perfect life. It's about enjoying the life you've been given and even those hard times. So sit back and get ready. It's going to be a fun ride. Hi, everybody. I am so, so excited for my dear friend, Nikki Brown, to be here today. Hello, Nikki. Hey, Danielle. How are you? I am great. How are you? Great. Good to see you. I am. I was so... Excited for Nikki to be here. I have known her. We figured out just a few minutes ago that we've known each other for 13 years. <laughs> and, um, my first job out of college, I worked at Macy's, and that is where I met Nikki. And we instantly became friends, and um, we had kind of a little little posse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Those were the good days. Yes, for sure. And it was always so much fun. But the reason that I asked Nikki to be here is she is a makeup artist and she is so incredibly talented. She has been featured on television and magazines and she shares the most beautiful photos on uh, social media of the, the brides and the newscasters that she is, um, is, is, has done work on. And the reason I wanted her to come is to share her story of kind of how she, how she does all of this um, is because she does makeup on people and it, they still look, they're still them. <laughs> She's not making them look totally <laughs> different. They're, she just enhances their beauty in such an empowering and fresh sort of way. And I just think that there's so much beauty in that. So I invited her on to tell her story. So I am just going to kick it over to her. Nikki, tell us your story. Well, my story, my makeup artistry journey started about 14 years ago. Um, I was at corporate, in corporate America. And I did not enjoy corporate America at all. And <laughs> it had ran its course with me. And I wanted to do something that I always dreamed of doing. So I just one day decided to leave after 10 years of working for a company and decided that I wanted to work for the makeup company that I'd always been so impressed by, which was um, MAC Cosmetics. And that was in 2005. So I started working at Mace, not Macy's actually at the time, but Ellis Ayers in Castleton. I started working at that counter, um, then transferred over when we moved over to Macy's where I met you, of course. And that journey took me um, some time there at Castleton Macy's. Then I left and went to um, open the counter at Nordstrom, the Mac counter at Nordstrom, Keystone at the Crossing. And from that point on, after leaving Nordstrom, freelancing for Mac, and then I made the decision that I wanted to start my own business and be the boss because I like being the boss. So <laughs> <laughs> that is how my journey started. And that's how my journey continues. I love, love, love my job. I love meeting the different people that I meet and just making, making people feel beautiful. 
So how, how has it worked for you? Because I, I just feel like your style is so incredibly different. And any woman who has gone to a makeup counter, I feel like you, you know the difference. Like when, when you go to someone who is going to make you feel very comfortable and is going to enhance what you have or is going to make you feel very diminished and very awful for how you look. So how, how do you make people feel beautiful um, and, and not go down that icky road? You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, my first thing is to just make the person feel at ease. I mean, there's, it's such a, you're in such close proximity. It's actually a very intimate thing to have somebody working on your face or, mm -hmm. you know, applying makeup to your face. And, you know, I've always had the philosophy of a very clean and simple beauty makeup. I don't like to overdo it, even though some people enjoy that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I prefer to do a more clean, classic beauty look on a person that's wearable every day. Um, another thing I try to do is have positive interaction with the client to make them feel comfortable. There's nothing worse than sitting and having someone do your makeup. And that person has got a, kind of a, like a negative energy, mm -hmm. about, you know, so I try to have the positive energy and conversate, ask them what they want, um, kind of investigate that way. And then that way we can come together. And it's, it's really, truly a co-creative process. I really try to include the person, um, answer questions they may have, and just give them a look that looks like them because we don't want, you know, especially with brides, you don't want to send a bride down the aisle and the groom look down the aisle and be like, oh my God, who is that? So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, try to just make them look like themselves, but just a little bit better. I, I love that. And I think that that um, is so empowering for, for someone to just enhance what, what God has given you as opposed to making you feel like there's something something wrong or like you need something different Absolutely. which you, you can't control that <laughs> no and I mean makeup like that has its place without a doubt but you know you really want to accentuate the things they already have everybody has good qualities or good you know things that we can bring out in them and that's what I try to do versus yeah. completely changing the structure of the person's face I'm not <laughs> <laughs> um so and and i i like what you said about like the cl close proximity and it's not just i mean you're you're really connecting with that person and i think that there is something so so powerful of trusting someone like to take your makeup off and you know sit there for somebody to be that close and um yes. And so how do you put people at ease um, in those situations? Because I know that has to be really uncomfortable um, for a lot of people. Like you've done mine for so long <laughs> that it's no, no big deal anymore. But, um, you know, for somebody new, like how do you make those connections? Well, one thing that I do is I have a really light touch when I take makeup off or, you know, I apply makeup. I have a light touch on a person's face. So that's going to make a person feel at ease. Another little thing that I do is I have um, like hand sanitizer that has lavender in it. <laughs> that's so, so smart. Yeah, that actually has a calming quality. 
So I try to do that. And then, you know, just speaking to the person, not in a loud voice, but you know, just like me and you were having this interaction, not everybody around us needs to hear everything we're saying. You know, just like, I try to make it seem like just two old friends playing makeup, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> versus making that person feel like, I don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable and I don't want anybody to feel like I'm this know-it-all and this and the other. I really like to work with the person. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's really important. And I think that just in any situation where it's more of walking hand in hand with somebody as opposed to this is how it needs to be done. And, <laughs> you know, because with makeup, there are no rules. In my opinion, there are no hard, fast rules and you can pretty much do what you want to do within reason and I want to show that person how to make it look good whatever yeah. it is would like to enhance or feature how to make it look good without scaring other people <laughs> sorry that's hilarious <laughs> and I also like to conversate with people and you know people do like to talk about themselves it's true it's a true fact and so I like to find out about them you know mm-hmm. find out you know about them and that puts people at ease as well yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. And anytime I'm in a new situation, I always just put it back on the other person. And I'm like, oh, how are you? Oh, you went on vacation? Tell me about your vacation. <laughs> and, and hey, I'll tell you all about myself. If they, wanna, if they don't want to talk about themselves and they want to ask me questions, that's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to go back just a little bit. And you mentioned leaving um, corporate America. And how did you, because that's gutsy and to go from, this is very secure job. I, I know I can do this to, to like jumping ship and, and going, going off. And you kind of done that twice, really both leaving your corporate job, but then also leaving like Mac. So how do, how do you find the guts for that? Well, I think I'm going to put that off on my dad because he is an entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneur, and I think I got that spirit from him, mm-hmm. and it's just something that's in me, and I really, really, to be honest, I do like to be the boss, and it's very, I'm just being honest here, and it's just, it's, it's difficult for me to, um, oh, how shall I say, be told what to do all the time. So I like, you know, I like to run things and organize and, you know, get everybody pumped up. So I felt like, hey, I can do this. I can be a makeup artist. I can do this on my own. I know how to, um, I know how to make contacts. I know how to network. And that's what it's basically all about. And so I just made the decision that I need to at least give this a try because Truthfully and honestly, I can always go back to corporate America. Corporate America is not going anywhere. Yeah. But I wanted to be able to do this on my own and run it. I mean, the business portion was easy because I've been in corporate America. I know how to do that portion. So I just needed to learn how to network with people. And, you know, it's worked out really well. And I'm that's, proud of it. <laughs> that's amazing. So, um, I, I always think it's so cool when you're sharing like, oh, I did makeup for, uh, was it ESPN or like there was some sporting event you did for like the new, like, is that just being in the right place at the right time? Like how, 
how is, is that just really good networking? Because I think that that's so cool. Like all of the like things that you have lined up for yourself. It is a hundred percent good networking. <laughs> it, um, networking is invaluable in this industry and you always want to, you don't want to ever burn any bridges mm-hmm. and you always want to have a really good attitude and don't be, you never know who may not be able to do what and ask you to do it in every situation where I've had a really amazing job come along it's because I was recommended by another person Mm -hmm. and fortunately I have been able to have a really close-knit makeup community um it's it's a small one which is good because you don't want (laughs) to get too many people involved in things because things get difficult then Um, Mm -hmm. but I've got a nice little network of people that I refer jobs to and they refer jobs to me. So it's a nice balance. We take care of each other basically. And um, I wouldn't name my names, but I'm not because of the simple fact that I like to keep it nice and small and kind of secret. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's no shame in that at all. (laughs) And and they know who they are and they're amazing amazing people. Just Mm -hmm. in general, they're really good people. And, um, I love them dearly and I, I try to do whatever I can for them when it comes to jobs and they do the same for me and they have really, um, I have gotten some really amazing jobs because mm-hmm. of working and maintaining relationships within my small network. Yeah. I think that that's so important, especially in small business. Um, you know, I have, I have women that I work so closely with and they send me, um, design clients all the time and I send them, Oh, I, I don't do that at all here. You need, you need to see this person. And, uh, I have found that it's better to keep that, that trusted group kind of tight because sometimes yep. you let people in and then you're like, Oh, you are not who I thought you were. <laughs> you have to be and, really careful with that. Yeah. And yeah, go ahead. No, I was just, you have to be really careful with that because you know, some people are not who you think they are. And, um, then you eventually, they show you who they are, but you don't want to get involved with them because that can actually damage your tight group that could, you know, one bad review, one bad anything. So I like to stick with, to what I know. (laughs) Yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree. Um, and, and I think that it makes it less lonely because entrepreneurial um, endeavors can be because, you know, if it's, if it's just going to a nine to five, it's a, it's a totally different complaint system, <laughs> you know, like, than, than it, if it's, if it's all on you um, for sure. So, um, so I think that that is, is really awesome that you have found that, that little group. Uh, so what has been the coolest job that you have worked on? One of the coolest jobs that I've worked on, there is a particular company I have worked for, and I have done a couple of um, tourism rounds with them. And uh, the first one was for Kentucky tourism. And that encompassed like one full week. And then later on, we did another full week. And I got to learn so much stuff. Yeah, I was working and I was getting paid and I was learning. You can't ask for anything better than that. So that was truly, truly amazing. I learned so much on that professionally and educationally. Mm-hmm. And then um, with the same company, I did a second round of tourism 
and that was amazing. Uh, we did it in French Lick and Columbus, Indiana, and that was very cool. Um, just, you know, kind of hanging out at um, West Baden, <laughs> which is always fun. And then um, going to- And that's like a, that's an old hotel. Um, yes. And it's like stepping back in time. Like it's so like crazy when you walk in there because it's like, it opens up and you're like, oh my gosh, what year is this? It's, it's incredible how they preserved all of that. It's absolutely amazing. And I had seen the hotel before restoration to see where it is now. It's just absolutely incredible. And then um, went to Columbus, Columbus, Indiana, and what um, an amazing artistic town. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if, um, what is the name of the house there? That's, it's nothing but like retro, um, the Miller House. The Miller House, that I highly recommend. To, for people to visit. It's the coolest retro, like mid-century modern thing I've ever come in contact with. I loved it. Can't wait to go back. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So you toured around with them and did like makeup for the shoots? Makeup like where they was actual commercials, which you actually can see on TV right now. <laughs> That's they, amazing. They, it was just the funnest, awesome thing. Worked with an amazing family, um, local family for West Baton. And just cool. It was just awesome. I learned so much and saw so much and had a ball. <laughs> That's incredible. That's so cool. Yeah. Okay. So um, for women who don't, like, we're going to go in a totally different direction now. Sure. But <laughs> so for, for women who maybe don't wear a lot of makeup and are now intrigued by by this conversation are like, oh, that does make sense of just enhancing, uh, you know, what I have and not changing what I look like. What do you recommend for them, like, just jumping in to, to makeup? Well, for people that don't wear a lot of makeup, my first thing, and really my first thing with everybody is skincare. Make sure you're taking care of your skin, please. That's the most important thing, because that's going to provide the canvas, a nice canvas to work with, um, and keep it simple. Like and so, oh, so sorry, I'm going to interrupt. So what do you recommend for like taking care of your skin? Um, that I'm going to say, even if you just meet with a dermatologist once to get a nice skin care routine, um, because everybody's skin is different. So I'm not going to say one product is better than the other. Mm -hmm. um, they need to have that determined by a dermatologist and they need to stick with that routine that's set forth from the dermatologist to address issues. Um, if issues should pop up, of course, go back and revisit that dermatologist, have, go to an esthetician and have your skin, um, cleansed professionally, deep cleansed, um, take, just taking care of what God gave you is mm -hmm. the first thing that you should do. Um, and especially as we get older, keep it simple with the makeup routine. Don't overdo it. <laughs> you know, age gracefully with a nice soft face versus laying it on, you know, cause mm -hmm. let, let that, let that beauty come through. So that's I, love that. yeah. <laughs> I can tell you more about skin. Um, the actual routine of taking care of skin more after September when I start school in Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fun. So you've done this for, for 14 years and now you're going to go back to school. I'm going to school, yes, to be an esthetician. 
I'm going to get that license and learn um, a little more about the skin, of course, and then be able to provide those services. So Danielle will definitely be calling you to come up to the school so I can give you a facial. <laughs> or I'm in. Or rip hair from your body, whichever you prefer. Oh, I, I want the facial part. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm with y'all. That's my next adventure. That's awesome. Uh, and I always think that it's so important, regardless of, of where we are, um, to constantly be learning. Because I, I think that we can never know enough about everything. <laughs> so, yeah. And when you think you know everything, that's a problem. We should yes. always, always be humble and ready to learn more. Yes. And it's, it's amazing um, if you are willing to learn what kind of opens up and what people are willing to teach you if you just show that you are interested in learning something. Like, it's amazing how people are like, oh, I do want to, I do want to share what I know and mm -hmm. like how much you can just grow from just listening and just observing. <laughs> Absolutely. I learn something every time I work with another makeup artist. I learn something new mm -hmm. and I love that. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. So we're down to my last, um, two questions. So if, um, you are, or if there is someone at the beginning of your journey, what is your encouragement or um, advice to them? If you're just starting out, my advice is first of all, especially if you're going to go into business for yourself and be a freelancer, don't give up. Secondly, save your money to have cushion on the slow months. Thirdly, make sure you network, network, network. It's the most important thing. Make sure people see your face on a regular basis. And of course, these days, social media is the big thing. So, you know, make sure they see your work via social media as well. But the main thing is to talk to people face to face, get out to meet them, because you want people, to, you want your personality to shine through. You know, people like to know who they're inviting into their home. <laughs> so yeah. And yeah. especially to trust for like the most important days, you know, if it's, if it's a wedding or if it's for family pictures, you know, these are, these are things that are going to last a lifetime. So, um, so they want to know that they can trust you and, um, and that's one, so important. One more thing. I'm so sorry. No, you're don't fine. Put, Go. Don't put crazy things on your social media. If you're trying to be a, a entrepreneur and you want people to trust you and invite you into their home, don't put the crazy things on your social media. Just, just keep it positive, keep it nice, and keep your personal thoughts to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think that should go across the board. It is not just for freelance makeup artists, just in general. Like, <laughs> you don't need to be crazy on social media period. No, no, seriously, because like if people see that and you're trying to run a business, it's not a good look. <laughs> yes. It uh, honestly, I have not like hired people or I have not um, accepted like a new client because I'm like, oh my gosh, their social media is bonkers. Like, like and uh, that is one of the things that I look for because I'm putting myself out there going into people's homes I look at social media if I can find the person and if I see any indication 
that it may not be a good idea or a good fit, I will, you know, refer that person on or decline services. So, because that's, I'm putting myself at risk going, you know, so you just have to be careful. <laughs> that, that I think is such a great point. Um, you know, I think so many, so often people are so worried, like if I turn this person down or I, I can't work with this person, it's going to ruin everything. But what I love that point that you just made, it could ruin you by taking on somebody who is not aligned. Absolutely. It could really, really, really mess up a business that you fought hard to put out there. So just, you have to be observant. Go with, go with that gut feeling. Yeah. I yeah. That, that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That gut, it, it usually does not lead you astray. And I, I, I've always known, like, if I've accepted a client and then I'm like, I knew I shouldn't have done this. Like, <laughs> like I feel like it's never been like, oh, I shouldn't have done. And then like, oh, this is great. Nope. It, it never goes that way. Absolutely. I 100% agree with you. I can honestly say I listen to my gut feeling and I have been right. 99.9% <laughs> of the time. And due to the fact that I go with my gut feeling, I have met some of the most amazing people that I've actually become friends with or stay in contact with. Mm -hmm. that, that's so funny because um, even when I worked with you, however many years ago that was, um, like that is one thing that I always respected about you is that you did always go with your gut and you always recommended that to me and that you could say stuff to people and the way you said it, it was so true, so spot on and they still loved you. <laughs> I was always like, how did she just tell that person that? And they didn't punch her in the face. Like it was so true. It needed to be said. And you just said it and they were like, thank you so much. I never thought of that. And it was like, how did she just do that? That's incredible. Hey, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I believe in being truthful and <laughs> it's all in the way that you preface it or the way you say it. So yeah, it was always surrounded by such positivity and just, it was, it's just always like Kelly Kinghorn and I were always just like, how did that just happen? Like. <laughs> Well, I guess I got it from my dad. He's the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how he's been a successful entrepreneur for how many years, you know, because. Yeah, well over 40 he, years, he ran his own business. So I learned a lot from him without a doubt. Yeah, he laid a good foundation for you to then step into, into your own business, which I think is so cool. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So my last question, if you are in a funk and I don't mean something horrific, but like you just wake up and you're like, Ugh, um, what, how do you shift it? Or how, how do you get out of that funk? Or do you, or do you just like stick with it for the day? Well, I do get in funks because all makeup artists know <laughs> that you have slow periods and you start to wonder, oh my gosh, am I, am I ever going to work again? And this, that, and the other. So my backbone is my parents, my mom and my dad. Whenever I get into that, they totally get me out of it. And then my best friends, um, Kelly, you mentioned, we still keep in contact and she is so helpful into getting me out of my little funks. And my other friends are always very encouraging. 
Mm -hmm. um, they always check in on how my career is going, asking, you know, that really helps. That helps me see that, you know, um, I'm not alone in this yeah. and um, I've got people in my corner. And then sometimes I just kind of sit back after talking to them and I reflect and say, you know, really, I have absolutely nothing to complain about. Um, I'm just thankful and grateful that I've been able to do this and I have nothing mm -hmm. to complain about and I should just be thankful. <laughs> it's amazing what well, just a little bit of gratitude does to a funk, right? <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you sit back and you think I, I'm able to a hundred percent support my lifestyle without any other work, but just running this business. So what I'm just thankful. I get to see cool places and meet cool people. Very yeah. Thankful. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, and I love that it goes back to tribe again. That is something like I'm incessantly talking about is like how important your tribe is, whether it's you have a business or you just, um, not just, or, you know, you're working nine to five or you're a stay at home mom, whatever it is. I think that tribe is what gets you through. And without that, I just, I just don't know how, how that all, how that all works. I don't either. <laughs> Well, I just love you so much, and I am so grateful that you are here today sharing your story. Um, and so if people want to connect with you, what is the best way to do that? Um, if they want to connect with me, um, they can uh, find me at www.nikkibrownmakeup.com, <laughs> and it's N-I-K-K-I brownmakeup.com. Um, or you can just email me at nikkibrownmakeup at gmail.com so my website and my email you can inbox me or I like to um any event that you may be having and you need makeup for <laughs> <laughs> and definitely she is your girl for sure yeah, like absolutely. she she is our our most like even my whole family <laughs> like uh we need we need Nikki <laughs> love your whole family <laughs> well we love you so much so thank you so much for being here thank you for having me i appreciate it hey i hope you loved that episode if you did please rate subscribe and share with anyone you feel needed to hear that message also please find me on social media at the silver lining life because i would love to hear your favorite takeaways from today's episode can't wait to hear from you soon thanks for being here bye